and it's showdown week here on SaturdayBlitz.com. I'm your host, Kyle Kensing, and joining the podcast today is Tony from BamaHammer.com. Uh, he was nice enough to come back for a second visit. Uh, we talked a little Alabama LSU last time. This week, it's all about the Iron Bowl. Alabama and Auburn, Crimson Tide looking pretty good for a shot at the BCS championship. Another crack at LSU. And uh, Tony from BamaHammer.com checking in right now. So let's get... Uh, Let's get some insight on the Iron Bowl here on the SaturdayBlitz.com podcast. And Tony from BamaHammer.com back on the SaturdayBlitz.com podcast. And uh, Tony, thank you very much for uh, taking some time out of this busy, short holiday week to talk a little Iron Bowl. Hey, glad to have be on. Thanks. And, uh, of course, this is the, the most prominent rivalry now in college football. Uh, I, I feel like this has transcended everything else in the last few years. Uh, BCS implications almost every season since uh, 2004. And uh, this year, Alabama playing for a shot at the BCS title. A lot on the line and uh, a lot that Auburn can do to upset Crimson Tide Nation. Is this year a little bit bigger uh, game from Alabama's standpoint with that shot at the title on the line and Auburn looking to play the role of spoiler. Yeah, I think that this is uh, this is certainly a big year for Auburn fans because they really have nothing left to play for at this point but spo- spoiling Auburn's uh, excuse me Alabama's BCS title hopes. Uh, for Alabama, yeah, this is a chance to uh, to sort of undo the uh, BCS title that Auburn won last year. And to win uh, two in three years and, and potentially two Heisman trophies. So, yeah, this is a big one for Alabama. With as much as Auburn has had in terms of the bragging rights over the past year, the, the title, winning last year's Iron Bowl in the fashion that it has, has that sort of amped up the, the animosity that this rivalry already has in, in droves? Uh, has it kind of intensified that, that hatred a little bit? Well, you know, it's really hard to overstate to people outside of the state of Alabama the intensity of the rivalry. I think that the uh, the TV show that ESPN ran a couple of weeks ago, uh, Roll Tide War Eagle, was maybe a good introductory course for that, but it's really hard to explain it to other people. But, uh, yeah, with Auburn having won the national championship, their, their first outright title in, in over 50 years, uh, the, the Heisman Trophy that they got there, uh, the, the bought and paid for Cam Newton. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's something that really stuck in Alabama's craw, and we would love to be able to, to uh, avenge all of that, uh, uh, particularly the loss to, Alabama, to Auburn last year because we just absolutely choked away the game. And that's, uh, that's something that has been sort of a slogan for Alabama's uh, players, never again. That's uh, something that they want to erase from the record books this year. Now, Auburn this season has exceeded a lot of expectations. A pretty young team, but in big games, they really haven't come to play. You've seen LSU and and Georgia in particular blow them out. Now, both those games on the road, uh, Auburn playing at home, and of course the whole rivalry factor. You can never quite predict what's going to happen in a rivalry game. What are you anticipating seeing from the Tigers' side, and what about that team is troublesome for what Alabama's uh, looking to do? Well, I think that you can just about guarantee that Auburn's defense is going to stack the box and uh, dare Alabama to pass the ball. And We've been a little shaky the last couple of weeks 
uh, offensively uh, with the pass game. So they're going to try to do that. But uh, the the thing about the rivalry, a lot of people say, well, you can never tell and you can throw out the record books with this rivalry. And that's true to an extent, but typically uh, the stronger team does win. The team with momentum tends to win in this rivalry, and Alabama right now has the momentum going for now, that's uh, absolutely undeniable. Alabama is the stronger team in virtually all facets, so much so that uh, I saw Las Vegas has the Tide as a 21-and-a-half-point favorite, which I thought was interesting. Uh read a statistic today that that game hasn't been decided by any more than, I want to say, 10 in the last decade. Do you anticipate Alabama really lowering the hammer to that extent, that three-touchdown-plus kind of advantage? I think if they <clears throat> excuse me, get the opportunity to... Uh, I think they will. Nick Saban's not really the type of coach who will hang 70 points on a team if he can. He tends to call the dogs off. But if you'll remember a few years ago, he was kind of caught by uh, the uh, sideline reporter saying, don't you realize how much I hate these guys? (laughs) So I think he won't hang style points on Auburn, but he certainly knows how to play to his base. So if they get the, the opportunity to go up big, uh, it might be another 36 to nothing game like it was a few years ago. Now, when you mention style points, it's an interesting thing for me because right now we have a wide-open Heisman race. Uh, names that haven't really been in the discussion all season have popped up in the last week. You're seeing Matt Barkley uh, gain quite a bit of traction. And the guys that were leading early on have maybe become a little bit of afterthoughts, one of those players being Trent Richardson. With Auburn's young defense having shown a tendency to give up big points, do you expect Saban to, given the opportunity, maybe pad that Heisman resume for T T3 a little bit? Yeah, I do. I think that Trent will get his yards. I think, and I don't want to sound like the SEC uh, conspiracy theorist, but I think that a lot of the national media is looking for a reason to give it to anybody but uh, an SEC player or an Alabama or Auburn player. But I think that the Heisman at this point is Trent's to lose. And so if he is able to get his yards, uh, continues to look impressive, then then he's uh, in a good position winning. And I do think that's interesting that, uh, as you mentioned previously, the, the last two Heisman winners have come from this Iron Bowl game. But Alabama doesn't have an offense necessarily conducive to putting up those gaudy figures that you are seeing guys like like Barkley and Griffin and what sort of a uh, disadvantage do you think it puts a player like Trent Richardson who against a team like North Texas isn't scoring four touchdowns because Saban isn't playing that style what sort of disadvantage do you feel like it it puts a guy like that trying to get the Heisman I think the bigger disadvantage is Trent's playing an SEC schedule and uh, whereas you've got uh, Pac-12 teams throwing the ball up and down the field because you've got four-foot guys playing cornerback, yeah. I think the fact that Trent's having to play and, and score yards against an LSU and against uh, uh, some of the other teams on the schedule uh, in the SEC, I think that those yards count for a lot. Um, but you're right. I mean, it is tough for him to, uh, to be able to rack up the kind of impressive numbers that some of the other contenders are getting. Uh, and I do hope that the voters will take into consideration the the, uh, uh, the 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 whole of it. The fact that he's playing and getting the yards against the LSU's and the Auburns and, and the Tennessees. And now it's interesting when you mention the the SEC schedule and the whole dynamic of the SEC. Uh, I know for me personally, I, I, growing up on the West Coast, 
when I see rivalries out here in the Pac-12, I was uh, an Arizona alum, and, and our rivalry with Arizona State, while there is dislike there, it was almost like two brothers that just kind of rough each other up in the backyard. For people that aren't familiar with SEC rivalry, what's some of the crazier stuff that you've seen go on between Alabama and Auburn fans? Uh, wow, let's see. As I said before, dude, you really can't uh, embrace what a rivalry this is unless you grew up in the middle of it. Um, I mean, you're just about forced to choose a team at birth. Uh, you, uh, there's nothing more, there's nothing worse than, than somebody who's neutral in the state of Alabama. I'd rather you be for Auburn than to not care who wins. Uh, you know, aside from some of the dumber things like poisoning the trees at, uh, at Auburn, uh, you know, you, you get all kinds of bets and you get guys who wear goofy clothing and, and, and all of that stuff. But it really is a, it's not even a respect thing. It's, it really is a true hatred rivalry. You know, I would rather any other team win the national championship than Auburn. And I've, I think Auburn fans feel the same way about Alabama. Uh, it's just a, a, the, the hottest, most heated rivalry in, in all of sport, I think. And then looking forward past the Auburn game, uh, you get this win here. Alabama moves to eleven and one. Do you think that's enough to lock up a spot in the BCS championship? Yeah, I really do. Uh, regardless of whether Alabama winds up playing in the SEC championship or not, I, I think that the win here pretty well sews up the BCS. I, I think that there are some uh, voters who will try to jump uh, Oklahoma State or somebody else over them, but I think this. This will be enough. I, I hope that at some point uh, it, it reaches a tipping point among the voters that, yeah, we do want to see the rematch. Now, you know, it may wind up being Arkansas if, if they're able to pull off the win against uh, Les Miles. But I tend to think that, that if everything remains the same, you're going to see that rematch. Has there been much talk in that part of the country about the potential doomsday scenario of LSU beating Arkansas but then dropping the SEC title game to Georgia, thus having a position where Georgia's going to the Sugar Bowl and LSU jumps to the front of the line when it comes to getting an at-large berth? There's some of that, but you know, I think there's so little confidence uh, in, in Georgia to be able to get that done. I mean, I, I think that he's done a great job, Mark Rick has, at getting himself off the hot seat, but uh, no, I don't know. I, I tend to think that LSU is the best team in the country or one of the top two, and if they're able to get past Arkansas, uh, then I think that they'll be able to beat Georgia and uh, get to the BCS title game. Now, for the sentiment of people that don't want to see a rematch who either it's a, an SEC fatigue syndrome or they're just against the uh, entire thought of a rematch just in general, what do you think the pitch for Alabama is to vote them in should OSU beat Oklahoma in the Bedlam game or if Stanford puts a big enough lump on Notre Dame's head that it can start to make a little bit of a claim at 11-1? and one? What's, what's the number one pitch you feel like for Alabama to get that shot? I think the, the, uh, I think the pitch is that this is a team that's only loss uh, came to a team that it was tied with at the end of regulation. Uh, we held, you know, we went 15 rounds with the, the undisputed number one team in the country and uh, played them to a tie in regulation. So, yeah, dropped it in overtime, uh, didn't make those kicks, should have won the game. So I think that the pitch is, you know, we could have won, we should have won, 
and uh, give us another crack at it. Should Alabama not get that crack and they are playing in the Sugar Bowl and Houston ends up going 13-0, the talk right now being that UH is going to end up with that bid, which I think is the worst possible scenario for Houston. I think they probably match up uh, better against anybody else. Do Alabama fans want to see a Houston team, or would they rather get somebody like Oklahoma State in the Sugar Bowl? Uh, you know, I, I guess if we are you know, forced to settle for something else, I don't know that it really matters. I mean, at one point I thought it would be nice to play Boise State just to shut all their fans up. <laughs> uh, but, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, Houston is kind of a, to be honest, uh, to, to keep my crimson glasses on, it'd be a step down to play like a Houston or somebody. I, I, maybe an Oklahoma State would be okay. I'd love to see us play a traditional power like Oklahoma, but uh, you know, we'll just see how it shakes out. That's going to be exciting to watch. Uh, I know a lot of people that are anti-BCS are going to be cheering for Auburn, but I can't foresee the Tigers really putting up much of a fight. I'm thinking this one, I'm thinking somewhere in the neighborhood of mm, 41-14 tied cover. What do you have as the final score? Uh, you know, it's it's going to be interesting. I think that uh, Gus Malzahn will have been uh, scheming for this. Uh, the, they've been gearing up for this one all year, I think. Uh, doesn't mean that they'll necessarily be able to do anything about it because they don't really have the dogs for it. Uh, you know, let's look for something like a, maybe a 38-7, a, a 38-10. Uh, they may get a, a, a lucky touchdown in there, but they it, it's just a matter of they just don't have the talent right now. I have to agree, a young team definitely building, and realistically, even in a rivalry matchup, can't foresee them doing a whole lot to, to slow down Alabama. I have to apologize to my uh, Auburn Twitter followers and, and uh, Twitter friends, Lonely Tailgater and Critter D. My apologies, but I think the tide are indeed going to roll on, uh, on this weekend. So, Tony, once again, want to thank you very much for coming on, and uh, where all can we check you out? Well, you can check me out on BamaHammer.com. Uh, where we've just released onto the Amazon store for Kindle, uh, The Hater's Guide to Auburn. It's an ebook that we've just released today, so you can come check that out. Uh, check us out at BamaHammer.com. Great site. I highly recommend it. And uh, Tony does great work there and great work here on the podcast today as well. Uh, Tony, I want to thank you once again for taking some time out of your day and your holiday weekend uh, to chat on the podcast. And uh, hopefully you have an enjoyable uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Thanks to you, too. Have a great Thanksgiving, everybody, and roll tight. All right, and thank you very much for checking out the SaturdayBlitz.com podcast. This is Kyle Kensing signing off on Iron Bowl Week.